One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your Monday night. Uh, coming up Woo-hoo. soon, Ollie, I actually have a surprise for you and your Brad Pitt workout. That's after 7.30. Really? Yeah, huh? I, I want to see you get results, mate. Have, so have, there's a big surprise coming on. Are you getting Brad Pitt on the show? Uh, that would be insane. No, I definitely that, I can't no, wait. No, I'm definitely I not. cannot wait. Well, we always start Monday with this. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. We sure do, Tom. Everyone's favourite on a Monday. Your chance to get your brain into gear. Tom, we had a festival on the weekend, a bit of a big weekend, so a perfect chance to really zone our minds in. Yeah, good call. And start thinking creatively, cryptically, analytically even. Even though I hate cryptic crosswords, this is the worst way to get my brain into line. Good on you, mate. Uh, So (laughs) here's the clue, Tom. Two Triple M bands are hidden away. Two bands that we play. All right, here's the clue. A metallic throne in charge of the cavemen. A metallic throne in charge of the caveman. Tom's thinking hard. I can see his face. No, no I never think about them. I you're, just like to hear them wash well, over me and then go, cool, I'm glad I'm not participating in that one. Well, like, you're, your eyes glazed over, get, so it looks like you're struggling already. Getting involved, uh, get involved, I should say, via Facebook uh, at Tom and Ollie. Send us a message there with your number and your answer. Pretty beers, Tom. Anyway, uh, in the next 10 minutes, if you have given us a Country Music Hunt song via Facebook, we might be calling you because we're going to smash through, uh, get a heap of songs into our playlist. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. And for a while now, Ollie, we've been going on a hunt. Not a bear hunt, a country <laughs> music hunt. That's right. We've been trying to find songs that are both hilarious but completely serious in their intent. Partners. Well, hot diggity dang, it's a country music hunt. Now, you've got one to bring us shortly. I a, do. A proper one. Yep. But yep. This, Bradley. this playlist, right, it's it's currently up. You can get a link to it uh, via our Instagram. At Tom and Ollie is where you go. You in click the, on the link in bio. Link in bio. Who is Lincoln bio? <laughs> He's an, a strange guy. But this playlist, look, or, or we're heading, Ollie, we're heading closely towards the holidays, the mm-hmm. silly season. Yes. Uh, a great time for putting on the iPod and playing out a fun playlist of happy tunes. But we need to beef it up a bit. Yes. That's why we've got a couple to race through here. Yep. And we'll start with Vanessa. One triple three five three. Vanessa, why don't you introduce your country music song? Uh, yeah, Northern Redneck by uh, Aaron Lewis. Now, where'd you find this, uh, this artist and this song, Vanessa? How'd you come across it? Well, Aaron Lewis is actually the lead singer of a band called Stained. Oh, Stained? Oh, they're Stained. quite a big band, okay. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, he does quite a few country albums as well. And I'm in love with Stained and his voice. And so, when I found out he did country stuff, I had a look at that too. Well, let's have a listen to Northern Redneck and see what we think. It ain't all about a southern man. Cause we got family living out in these woods. We yeah. got pride and a sense of what's good. <laughs> and we all got dirt on our hands. Oh, yes. It's a song for the working man. Oh, so good. We've got dirt on our hands. It's a song for a working man, Vanessa. That definitely has to make the playlist, mate. Oh, absolutely. You couldn't do without it. I love it. I've added it right now, Vanessa, so you can go and check it out yourself. Tom and Ollie's Country Music Hunt on Spotify is where all these songs are being compiled. Love it, Vanessa. Perfect. Thanks, mate. Seb's gotten in touch on Facebook. Seb, uh, would you like to introduce your country music song, mate? Uh, My country music song is... Your Man by Josh Turner. Ah, okay. Now, <laughs> what do you think about this one? Why do you like it so much? Why should it be in the playlist? I think it's the greatest country song of all time. <laughs> Just the, uh, the, how he 
how he starts his sentences really deep and builds it up. It's fantastic. He, he's a very deep singer, isn't he, Seb? But he's also very basic. I mean, he rhymes all the classic words like strong and long, like let's turn the lights down low so we can uh, go at it very, slow. Yeah. yeah, not very intellectual. No, well, let, let's have a listen, Seb. I hope you understand I've been thinking about this all day long. Okay. Never felt a feeling quite so strong. strong. Yes, yeah, good. <laughs> I can't believe how much it turns me on. On? With what? Justin be your man. Oh, it doesn't rhyme it. That's weird. Uh, Seb, it's... I like it. I really like it, mate. My, yeah, well, it came about. My mate and I did sort of the exact same thing you're doing. We had a phase early in the year of just taking taking the piss out of country songs. <laughs> and it developed and we sort of ended up every single day listening to country music all day, every day. And yep. it became sort of serious. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's such it's a, so a fun activity. And so, you Seb, is Josh Turner your, your standout performer? Oh, he's right up there, I'd say. Yeah. Mine's Eric Church. So that, there you go. Let's trade some recommendations there. Eric Church for me. Eric Church. Uh, All right, he's running it down with his pen. <laughs> well, well, well done, Seb. All right, we'll check that one in the playlist for you. Greg on one triple three five three. What is your country music song that you're introducing to the hunt? Yeah, guys, it's just um, it's called Walmart Lovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, it's now, been, Greg. <laughs> I'm aware that, you know, this song might be quite good, but we are against songs that are joke songs. Walmart Lovers does sound like a bit of a joke song, or is it a serious song? It's a serious song. Have you ever been to Walmart? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's take a listen. I love you and you love me, PDA for the world to see. Kissing and hugging, doing shopping chores, up and down the aisle at the Walmart store. Oh, nah. That sounds like a comedy song for sure, Greg. (laughs) No, it, it's spot on when you go to Walmart. That's how it is. So what's the guy's name? Floyd <laughs> Floyd Tolston. Do we know, Floyd Tolston. Greg, his other songs, are they a similar vein of funny or serious? Uh, a bit of both. Bit He's of got both. a bit of both. Okay, so if you, can, if you can flex both muscles, happy to have it in. You're happy to have it in. All yep. right, it's oh, joining the hunt. Greg, well done. Easy, guys. Mate, congratulations. We'll add that to our playlist of country music hunt songs. And only up next, I heard that you've got a brand new one for us. I do, Tom. Okay. Uh, Brad has sent one in, and we'll hear it up next. Okay, brilliant. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. The winner to Ollie's Crazy Carefully Word. A cryptic music challenge not far away. But, Ollie, we've been going on a big hunt, haven't we? We sure have, Tom, and not for bears like kids do in kindergarten. No, we've Where? been looking for country music songs yeah. that are both funny yet yet incredibly serious. Howdy, partners. Well, hot diggity dang, it's a country music hunt. And you can see all the previous entrants by heading to our Facebook or Instagram page and finding our Spotify playlist through there. Last time, Ollie, uh, last week, you told us about a great song from Cor Blund, and I just want to replay your favourite catchphrase from it. Mighty neighbourly. Of course, <laughs> you say mighty neighbourly whenever when someone's yeah. doing the wrong thing. If someone's rude, mighty neighbourly. But uh, Tom, yeah, of course, Spotify is that playlist where you can find these songs. Uh, that's the holy grail. And today we have a song sent in from Brad on Facebook. Evening, Brad. How you doing, boys? Very good, good mate. Uh, good to hear from you again. You came to our party at the end of uh, the year, and we uh, are glad to have you back on the show. Thank you, Mike. Now, we love this guy, uh, Eric Church. Oh. It's a favourite of mine. Oh, wow. Tom, I'm pleased to bring this song, and I'm glad that Brad's brought it up. Why do you like Eric, Eric Church, Brad? He's just got good music, and that drinking youth and women in jeans. 
<laughs> he 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 sticks to the core principles, the, doesn't the he? Drinking the Utes, the women, or the, not the Utes, the trucks, as they call it in the states. Yeah. Brad, why don't you introduce this song? Um, guys like me, it's a great song, and um, you know, I'm, I it talks to me, you know, because I enjoy drinking and women, and it's perfect. <laughs> All right, well, I'm well, going to hit you, play on it. Who doesn't, Tom? <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy drinking and women? Uh, me. Yeah, all right. Well, I like half of that. Starts off with some great guitar work, Tom. It also dives straight into the character of Eric, what, <laughs> what the kind of guy that he is. Have a listen. Okay, all right. I wear a greasy ball cap. <laughs> I like my shirt untucked. Ooh. Ooh. I spend Saturdays working on my truck. What? Okay, okay. You don't, Eric, you're not going to look good in a job interview, mate, with your shirt untucked and your greasy hat. Greasy bowl cap, oh. but he is working on his truck. Yeah, Brad, do you reckon true. everyone in America has a truck? Is it, has anyone got a sedan? <laughs> Everyone's driving a truck, Tom. Yes. Uh, anyway, so this is, of course, uh, Guys Like Me by Eric Church. Yeah. By the way, from the album Sinners Like Me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but here comes the chorus, yeah. and he, he, he brings home... I haven't heard about a woman yet in this That's, song. Well, I, I mean, let's find out if uh, Eric Church gets to the topic of women. But tick them off, Tom, as, as you hear them. Okay. All the main themes All we right. love to hear, whether it's beer or Friday night. Let's have a listen. Brilliant. Our best blue jeans have skull rings. We wear our boots to church. A ring, really so good. rough around the edges. It's hard to believe that girls like you love guys like me. Oh, brilliant. The, the love That's interest. so good. You've got the religion, you've got the boots. Oh, man, it's all there, Brad. There's no honky tonk, though, Brad, which I'm missing. Uh, yeah, I really want a honky tonk in there. The Honky Tonky song is probably the best song ever. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Eric, I mean, he mentioned Friday Night Beers, Tom, so yeah, you assume he's, he's had a Honky Tonk He's had a Honky Tonk, which is, of course, a dive bar in the States. Obviously, this song is a love song, Tom, yes. and don't worry, there's more in it here because yes. Eric then turns to some real stereotypes about women uh, and him and the, the ways that he comes together with the girls that he likes. Have a listen. Your daddy worked at the bank. <laughs> Mine worked on cars. <laughs> you went to college, I pulled graveyard. It's polar opposites, mate. You must have had your pick of all the trust fund types. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. you came back to me and only God knows why. Oh, because girls like you <laughs> like guys like me. Mate, Is that how the chorus boy, goes? Boy, he's got a greasy ball cap. He likes his shirt untucked. And yet there are somehow there are girls out there for him. Okay. I mean, and Tom, this isn't just the story of Eric Church. This is the story of the everyman in America. Yes. There's a lot of guys like him out there, as we will discover in this final bit. And of course, Tom, at the very end, who's to thank for all this? Oh, we'll find out. Take a listen. Oh, there's a lot of guys like me out there <laughs> a lot of little towns. And telling all our buddies we won't ever settle down. Oh my God. We say that's just the, the way, way we are Thank God there's girls like you for guys like me. Brad, this is an absolute winner, mate. I love it. It's Great so song. good. It's really, Perfect. really good. Brad, are you still waiting for, for God to send a girl to you or you got a lovely girl? 
No, I'm still waiting. I'm in my boots, my jeans too, and I'm waiting for a girl when no one's here. Well, mate, uh, put on that playlist, the Country Music Hunt playlist. You can find it on our Instagram or our Facebook and send in your, your request for more country music yeah. songs. But, Brad, so mate, it's in, Tom? this one makes it in, buddy. Well done, Brad. Well done, Brad. So good. All right. So much fun. Man, I'm so glad we got that song in there. Check it out. Uh, guys like me, Eric Church. Hey, uh, the answer to Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge up next. Triple M. The only question we have is how the hell is Home and Away still on air? We'd rather listen to these two. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Well, it's a Monday night, which means that we're doing this. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Don't sound too excited, Tom. <laughs> it's everyone's favourite game. Yep. I've uh, carefully disguised two Triple M bands that we play a fair bit yes. into a cryptic clue. You yes. might have heard it. We've been loving your answers on Facebook. Yes, That's uh, where you send them in, Tom and Ollie. Thank you to Mark and Jesse, although your answers are wrong, unfortunately. Although you don't know that, Tom, for sure, because you're not sure of the answers. <laughs> Mate, although, I know the answers. I'm, know I'm in charge here, and I know the answers. Okay. Now, uh, Todd's called up from uh, South Australia, and it's your first time playing, Todd, so welcome. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh, bloody great. Yeah. Bloody great game, Tom. You need <laughs> shut, yeah. shut up, Todd. Thanks, thanks, Todd. Shut up, Todd. Yeah, uh, Ollie, why don't you give us the clue again? All right, so the clue was, and I'll break in half for, for Todd here, but uh, a metallic throne. How'd you go with that one, Todd? Uh... Look, hopefully you know the answer. Nice and quick, mate. We, we need to get to a song, so nice look, quick. I, All right. I, I, I thought I was going Metallica. Yep. Yeah, but obviously, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, nah, but I thought you guys are um, aren't that obvious. It's a yep. cryptic cryptic yep. game. Yep. Nice and quick. Uh, What's so, Silver Chair? Yes. Good, mate. Uh, so the second half of the clue, the all-important uh, second half of the clue is this. In charge of the cavemen. Who's in charge of the cavemen? Uh, it has to be Queens of the Stone Age, boys. Yes. What well on Todd from South Australia. You get yourself a Tom and Ollie branded key ring that I engrave myself. Well done, mate. Oh, thank you very much. Looking forward to that. Good on you, mate. And you're a huge fan of the segment, so I'm a huge fan of you, mate. Every Monday. Well done, Todd. Thank you so much. Ollie, up next, you've been mentioning something on this show quite a bit. And uh, look, I'm going to surprise you with a collection of all the times you've said it. I think you're going to be shocked. (laughs) Stick around with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. Hey, tomorrow night, this is so, so exciting. Thanks to our mates at 2K Studios, we've got a PlayStation 4 console and a copy of NBA 2K19 to give away. This is huge, Ollie. Yeah, We're giving away a bloody PS4. All you have to do, it's really, really easy. Just head to triplem.com.au, hit the win tab, tell us why you deserve it. Tomorrow night on the show, we will give away a PlayStation 4. Ollie, there's something I need to bring uh, up next. If you've ever been interested in celebrity diets or celebrity fitness, oh, then fad diets. Up, up next, you'll be loving it. Who's doing fad diets? Well, Ollie, uh, you've been mentioning for quite a while now that you're doing the Brad Pitt workout. Well, that's, for one, that's not a fad diet. That's a genuine workout that Brad Pitt did to <laughs> okay. get the rig in Fight Club. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've mentioned it a few times. I a few t- I've been banging on about it. A few it. times? You've mentioned the Brad Pitt workout a yeah. few times? Yeah, a couple of times. Oh, I don't think so. Take a listen. 
shirt. You know I've been doing the Brad Pitt workout uh, recently. Well, I went to the gym, unlike you. Oh. Brad Pitt. Still Don't doing you... the Brad Pitt workout? Or... I'm still doing the Brad Pitt workout. Oh. Have you seen Brad Pitt in <laughs> Fight Club? Because that's the goal. I'm doing the Brad Pitt workout. If you wanted to uh, find out what it is, I can send it to you. I, uh, I'm doing uh, arms tomorrow. I'm just talking about your um, Brad Pitt workout, mate, and how it's not working. <laughs> It is working. They were loving it. What were some of the things that didn't impress her? Well, Brad Pitt for one, oh, which upsets me because I'm trying to be Brad Pitt. <laughs> flexing my arms for my Brad Pitt workout. Oh, it's not working. Tom, disaster almost struck today at the gym with my Brad Pitt workout. <laughs> I want to share what happened with you. Tom, I did say before that my Brad Pitt workout <laughs> and fight club that Come I've been on, doing. Mate. That was an invite. You said that you wanted to go to the gym. Ollie, I have Brad a Brad Pitt workout, mate. Can't just turn it off. I'm light now, but I'm in the Brad Pitt workout from Fight Club, so I might gain some muscle and get too heavy. My gym, I usually do a bit of a session. Brad Pitt still workout going. still going strong. I look great. The Brad Pitt workout was on show. Feeling pretty body confident with my Brad Pitt workout. So I'd put it out there. I love my sleep. I'm doing a Brad Pitt workout. Brad Pitt from Fight Club. I need a lot of sleep. Yeah, I'm doing a Brad Pitt workout, mate. I gotta eat more food. Gotta get this bowl pattern. So you've just mentioned it a couple of times, have you? <laughs> Oh my god! I actually want to apologise. <laughs> I didn't realise it got that extreme. Well, Ollie, I've lost touch with reality. <laughs> but Ollie, I am doing a Brad Pitt workout. Ollie, so. up next, I have a massive surprise for you. It's Chris Hemsworth's trainer. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth's trainer is going to be on the phone up next, Ollie. We'll see if the Brad Pitt workout is even worth doing. You were Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Yeah, play better, mate. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions after eight o'clock. We'll ask if you want to trademark your catchphrase. But Ollie, there's one thing that you've been talking about for a while now, and you've been talking about it with a bit of gusto, and it's your Brad Pitt workout. You know I've been doing the Brad Pitt workout uh, recently. Well, I went to the gym, unlike you. Oh. Brad Pitt. Still Tony. doing the Brad Pitt workout? Or? I'm still doing the Brad Pitt workout. Oh. Have you seen Brad Pitt in Fight Club? Because that's the goal. I'm doing the Brad Pitt workout. If you wanted to uh, find out what it is, I can send it to you. So, Ollie, uh, I don't know about the results you've been getting. So, you know what oh, I've organised? I've organised a guy called Luke Zocchi to have a chat to us. Uh, Luke <laughs> joins us right now. Hey, Luke, how you doing? How you going, guys? Thanks hey, for having me. Hey, no worries, mate. Now... Luke, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell Ollie about a bit of your expertise and why I've got you on the phone today. I'm uh, known for training Chris Hemsworth for uh, oh. something like four, basically. Amazing. I've, I've seen a bit of Chris Hemsworth on his Instagram account where he posts him, him working out, pushing around big hunks of metal and stuff. Yeah, that's normally me behind the camera holding it for him. Oh, is it? Well, very impressive camera work. Now, Luke Zocchi's actually got a, a new book out, Ollie, called The A-List Diet and Fitness Plan, which includes 100 quick and delicious recipes and 20 minutes of HIIT training per day. Bit of a regime in that book. Luke, what I thought we should do, though, is I want Ollie to go through a bit of his Brad Pitt workout and see if, if, it, sh- if it should be getting him results. Because right now, Luke, I don't think it's getting much results, mate. I actually okay. know Brad, one of Brad's trainers as well. There you go, Ollie. Okay. Well, I would uh, contest the notion that it hasn't got results, Tom. We can do a tops-off <laughs> comparison if you want, but although we're going straight uh, past that just to talking about it. Well, why don't you let Luke know what you're up to with Luke, the Brad Pitt workout, Well, it's Ollie. all legit, Luke. Uh, it's from popworkouts.com. <laughs> Well, it's not a joke. I mean, that's, it's a good website. Oh, but, sure? So, ZoccoBodyPro.com is probably a better web, uh, website to go to. Well, PopWorkouts.com said to do a back day, a chest day, a shoulder day, an arms day, uh, and, and a couple of rest days and some cardio. So, I mean, Luke, in, in the back day, you've got your classics, your pull-ups, your seated rows. But basically, what the Pop Workout said was that Brad Pitt did a lot of uh, low intensity, so lower weights, but high reps to get that ectomorphic look and that's what I'm going for I'm an ectomorph oh you're getting serious yeah well look I'm I'm a pretty thin guy so it's hard to put on weight you know so that's what I'm I'm trying to follow what Brad did yeah yeah okay that actually doesn't sound too bad but um 
I'll be, I'll be, I'll be increasing the weight and going a bit heavy, to be honest. I wouldn't be going too high a rep. Okay, so he, so he was doing 15 reps of, of everything, basically, uh, times three, so three sets. Luke, what do you do with Chris Hemsworth? Mate, with, well, it depends. So for, for the Thor stuff, um, it's your classic bodybuilding, but we do a, a push and a pull. So I would do, okay. we do chest and biceps in one session. Yeah. And then we do back and tries in the next session. So that's a classic push, push versus pull method, which is different to mine, isn't it? Mine's more of a smash yeah. one body part per day. Yeah. How long have you been doing this for? Uh, the Brad Pitt stuff for, I don't know. what For a while now, like three months or so, Luke. <laughs> but that, that isn't that long, is it, Luke? You should be seeing some results in three months. I I put it to you that I, there has been results, Luke. I, I, I'm much bigger. My, the whole idea was that my girlfriend said to me, my whole pass is Brad Pitt in fight clubs. And... Can I say, she's happy, and she was the main uh, person I'm trying to impress. Well, mate, if, if the missus is happy, then you're going to be happy. So that's Yeah, going, exactly. But, I mean, the biggest issue is definitely eating, Luke. For me, as a yeah. skinny guy, putting on muscles pretty hard, it turns out I've got to buy about 40 bucks worth of food a day, which is just, it's becomes yeah, expensive. Insane. Yeah, that's the hard thing. The, the skinnier guys, like, do you find it hard to get all the food in as well? Are you eating big mouths? Yeah, well, I eat kind of a normal size meal. I kind of get full and I go, I'm done here. Yeah, guys who are trying to bulk up on the skinnier side of things, I tell them not to kill themselves, but probably eat more frequently in smaller meals. So yeah. you get more calories in over the day, but you're not just like having one big meal and then not eating the rest of the day because you feel so full. Yeah, that's kind of my thing because I'm a bit povo as well. So I don't have enough money just to, you, can't, you know, you're in the street. Oh, I'll just drop into to Macca's and get some more food. There's a lot of different body types. Obviously, you, you're trying to bulk. So you're... Um, but you still want to do like I'd say like a clean bulk. You want to eat good, you know, whole foods. You don't want to be like filling yeah. up on bad foods, and yeah. you're going to overdo it, and you're not going to look good in the end. You're not going to get that Brad body made if you're eating all the, uh, the yeah. processed foods. Yeah. Well, Luke Zocchi, can you send us a copy of the A list diet and fitness plan? Because I want to get Ollie onto this one. I reckon. Ollie, I'm, I'm going to send it through, mate. I'm going to send onto what, Tom? Ollie. I don't. I can't do Chris Hemsworth. I don't have. Why his can't bo- you do Chris I haven't Hemsworth? got his body type. Mate, I, I could. I could get you. Chris, mate, come on. I actually don't want to look like Chris. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you're talking to his mate, trainer. You're mocking my life, <laughs> No, but... No, you but... get the guy on the phone who's nice <laughs> enough to give time out of his day and you're mocking his life's work. Look, no, I'm no, so no, sorry. No, definitely not the book now. It's horses for courses, Luke. I'll take your book, mate, but I don't want to walk around with a huge chest in the street. Like, it's, a, it looks, it's ridiculous. I don't carry a huge hammer. I don't need to have that. Oh, well, Luke, to be honest, mate, I'm very interested in your in your book. I yeah, would well, love Tom to. Should, this this should be about to... Tom more than me. Tom should be the guy getting the, the, the dressing down from Luke Zocchi. Mate, that's, that's, that's what I want to look like. Luke Zocchi, I want a copy of the A-List Diet and Fitness Plan. I want to look like Chris Hemsworth, mate. That's that's for me. Don't worry about these Brad Pitt wannabes. Mate, get get Tom that book. Uh, and don't worry, I'll send you a photo, Luke, and I'm pretty happy with the results. You know what? I'll post a Tops off photo yeah, on right. Instagram right now. Tom and Ollie uh, at the Instagram story, and we can do a yes or no poll. Right. Has the Brad Pitt workout got results? Okay, we'll send it over to Zocco Body Pro on Instagram as well. Hey, Luke Zocchi, thank you so much for joining us, mate, out of your very big, busy schedule. And the A-list diet and fitness plan looks absolutely amazing, mate. So thank you so much for all your good work. Thanks, guys. No problem. You're a legend. Cheers, Thanks. Mate. Thanks, mate. With Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Four is ridiculous, though. <laughs> no, don't bag his last It word. looks ridiculous. One, two, three, four... 
It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Hey, this time tomorrow night, we will be about to give away a PlayStation 4 thanks to 2K Studios and a copy of NBA 2K19. This is huge. All you have to do to win a PlayStation 4 console and a copy of NBA 2K19 is head to triplem.com.au, click on the win tab, tell us why you deserve it. Tomorrow night around about this time, we will give away a PlayStation 4. That's all well and good, Tom, and it's fun with your gaming and stuff, but this show needs some edge to it, Tom. This show tonight needs some edge. So So what do you got? What do you got? I've gone ahead and organised an author. Ooh, scary. No, he's actually escaped from jail. What? And written a book about it. John Killick uh, was in jail for many decades, Tom. He okay. joins us after 8.30 to chat about his new book, uh, Life on the Inside or Escaping from the Outside. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> okay, we'll get that sort of be before, before, uh, yeah. before we chat to him after 8.30 because you, you, you want to know the name of, a, of an ex You don't want to offend book. a, a no. criminal. Up next, so Ollie, we want to know if you want to trademark your catchphrase. We, you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. I said catchphrase, definitely. Yeah. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions not far away. We'll get a man who's escaped from jail in here. Uh, Tom, we have been discussing catchphrases last week after Hakuna Matata caused controversy from the Lion King. Uh, the fact that that, tra- that phrase is trademarked. Uh, the Kenyans didn't love it. I mean, it's a Swahili word. Uh, and Disney has gone and co-opted it for themselves. So, you know, understandably... Ownership of catchphrases is dubious. Oh, shit, what have I done? I've just had to spend a thousand bucks on that. Yeah, be careful what you say, Tom. So sorry. Uh, And uh, also, my catchphrase, by the way, I've got a new one. Uh, Do you want to play that one out? Yeah, sure. Marty Neighborly. Marty Neighborly comes from Core Blunt uh, as part of our country music hunt. But if someone's rude to you, you can say Marty Neighborly. But we had so Marty many <laughs> we had so many come through mm. last week, uh, and they're on Facebook as well. There's a post we've got, and I thought we could just relive some of the greats. And if you've got another one, yeah, one triple three five three. If we haven't heard yours yet, nice, nice, nice. Jump on the phone okay. and, and let's hear some more. Okay, here's one, Tom from Trevor. Yeah, not sure about it. See you <laughs> like see you like a biscuit. He says, No. Nah. You know why? <laughs> why salada. Salada, see you later. No, 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 that's not good. McLean says, go bust a thumb. Best story ever. Whatever that is. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I like that. Toddy, oh, that's not, I can't read that one out. He's got a couple, actually. He says, if you can't hack it, don't attack it. So that's one of his. And Andrew says, up to my nuts and guts. No. Does that refer to... I think he works in at an abattoir. Well, yeah, you yeah. assume so. Um, but look, hey, we want to know what your catchphrase is. One triple three five three. jump on the phone and tell us what your catchphrase is. With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Very soon, we're going to get a guy in here that has escaped from jail. It's going to be huge. Yes, Tom, we're discussing trademarks, though, uh, and ca- trademarking catchphrases more particularly, mm. um, because, look, po- uh, often catchphrases are so popular that uh, people want to own them. For mm. example, Disney. Yes, with Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase. Yeah, what a wonderful phrase. It'll cost you every time you use it. Very expensive. But uh, have you got a catchphrase of your own? Mm. Do you want to trademark it? Mm. We can't. We can't officially trademark it for you. We haven't got that uh, power. Give us a call. One triple three five three. We can pretend. Brad, you want to trademark your catchphrase? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Whenever I enter a room, it's always, "Yes, good afternoon, or evening, or morning. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> Brad. Is that because you are some kind of performer? You know, what program are you running when you enter a room? Just a program of life. <laughs> Roll with it. 
So if we, if you called the show, you'd say welcome to the program, Tom and Ollie. Definitely, I'd throw you off your guard by doing that. But uh, most people throw them off the guard anyway. Yeah, right. So it's a power move almost, Brad. Is it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But then when I go to leave a room or I go to the toilet, have a snack, whatever the case might be, sure, it'll be I'll be back with more in just a few minutes. <laughs> Wow. Well, Brad, we're about to say goodbye, so. It's good night from me. <laughs> All right. Good on you, Brad. I, I would love to see that play oh, out in real life. That is fun. Laura, you want to trademark your catchphrase? Yes, I do. Okay. What is it? Uh, well, it started off with, um, do I look like your donkey to my kids? But it's now morphed into, I'm not your donkey, and we use it on a daily basis. I'm not so, your donkey. I'm not your donkey. <laughs> And why are your kids thinking that you are their donkey? What were you clarifying? Because oh, they're, they're school-age kids. and have only got three kids and school bags, getting in the car, getting yeah. out the car a couple of times a day. It's like, I'm not carrying everything. Get it yourself. I'm not your donkey. I'm not your donkey? <laughs> I'm not your, not, not your mule? Thing, oh, the funniest thing, though, is my seven-year-old daughter now says it to my five-year-old. and says, guess what? Today, I've decided I'll be your donkey, so she'll carry his bag. Oh, oh, that's cute. That's cute. You've caught on, Laura. That's how you know you're, you're a winner. Uh, Your words have caught on. I love it, Laura. It's trademarked. Very good. Uh, Tom, uh, some from Facebook that I didn't get to. Toddy had another one. He said, whilst he did say, if someone's being too loud, yeah. it's not a bloody discotheque. <laughs> which is so old. No, no, I don't he also like has... Well, uh, when we do stuff, Ollie, our mate uh, says, very noisy with a hand motion that's kind yeah. of brushing them away from you. Yeah. Very noisy. Very judgy. It'll be very yeah. noisy. Uh, but also, Todd says, do mind if I don't. Nah. <laughs> Thoughts on that? No, no, no. no. Definitely not, Wayne mate. says, stay savage. <laughs> stay savage, Wayne. <laughs> Savage. Tom and Ollie, stay savage. No, mate, it doesn't beat, it doesn't beat this. Mighty neighborly. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Two best mates. I'm sick of you. Oh, yeah? And three hours of questions. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Ollie, I'm a bit scared about this next guest that you've organised. Yes, Tom. Well, you should be. He's a convicted criminal. He spent what? many, many decades in jail. What? Uh, but he's got a brand new book. Uh, and that's actually, He's got a few books, actually. Uh, I want to hear his amazing story oh about him escaping from prison, Tom. Oh, my God. In New South Wales via a helicopter. What's his name? Up next, John Killick. Oh, my God. Joins us. We'll see you then. We'll see you then. <laughs> That's up next. You'll hear from us then. Yeah. We'll see you later because we might be dead. You with Triple M's Tom and Holly. We have questions. Tom, our next guest, uh, John Killick. I'm not sure how to introduce. Do mm. I say uh, criminal and author or author <laughs> and criminal? Or just author? Uh, well, I want to put criminal in there. Well, I, think I it's just want to be safe, Holly. I look, just want to be safe. I think it's important that uh, look, John can explain which came first. But John, by the sounds of it, a couple of decades in prison came before this book has come out, which is out uh, just now on the inside, it's called. Yes, Tom Ollie, good, good day, young. Maybe ex-criminal author. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you, you want to have X in there, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's a bit better. Well, uh, John, yeah. I mean, you've got this book out on the, on the inside. You've also had uh, previous books, The Last Escape and Gambling mm -hmm. for Love. But right. I want to hear about your helicopter story from the last book. It's amazing. But before we get to that, did you ever expect, after a couple of decades in prison, did you ever imagine that you'd be, you know, on the outside talking about books you've written and doing this kind of stuff? Well, I certainly hope that we're on the outside, but uh, no, look, I didn't. Uh, I know um, it's very hard to get published, and um, let's face it, if, if it wasn't for the chopper, I, I, the only way I'd get on TV would be to stand on it, I think. But, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but, uh, you know so, so that's the only good thing about the chopper, because it was a, a bad mistake. It, it was a bad mistake. Um, people could have been killed, and, and uh, you, you accept that now, and... Um, well, let's you go, can't let's do anything from, about what's happened, Jim. Yeah, from the start. Yeah, let's mean, talk about it. The last, the last escape, mm -hmm. you escaped from Silverwater Jail. Uh, your girlfriend at the time, Lucy Dudko, 
she flew a chopper into the prison and you jumped on board and escaped. Is that right? No, well, it wasn't quite like that. You'll okay, have to okay. get the book. You'll have to get the book to, to read all the details. But they're called "The Last Escape," published by New Holland. They're still, yeah, they're still in the bookshop. Yeah. So, no, okay. Come but, on, tell us that. Yeah, but um, no. What, what happened is that um, you know I was with Lucy for uh, maybe three years. Um, yeah. We had a lot of family court battles and uh, etc. And uh, in, the, in the end, they came up with an old warrant. Her ex came up with an old warrant um, from from the uh, early eighties in Queensland. So we went on the run. Um, it was wow. for, for not reporting on probably Wouldn't believe it though. They were going to send me back to Queensland over that. And eventually I did go back uh, in, in 2014 on that okay. when I was, got out from this. But um, so um, we're on the run. Uh, I finished up. I um, went back to robbing banks. I wasn't much good at it. I got caught because you know, it was decades since I'd done anything like that. Yeah. And uh, I got caught. Um, she came and see me. She was, uh, tr- truthfully, she, she was in fear of life. She was getting stalked and uh, she was getting threats now. And you know, those ringing up saying, now you gangsters in uh, jail, uh, you know, we're going to get you. And uh, right. we decided to get, to get me out. And um, the fact is that I'd escaped a few times before and I knew that the only way we'd get out would be something, you know, out of left field. And <laughs> it was it was an opportune time because there were, uh, the Olympics were getting built. We were, we were in a, a, a jail prison right next to the uh, Olympic Stadium. I'd see maybe 15 helicopters coming over wow. in, in three hours. And because uh, normally in a prison... Um, they're very alert if they see a helicopter. Yeah. You know, because cause it's been the dream of so many criminals uh, to get out in a helicopter, but no one's ever been able to do it. And it took, <laughs> yeah. it took a little librarian to do it, really. You know, yeah, she's a librarian, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. she yeah. ended up holding a gun to the, to, to the chopper driver's head and said, land here and get my mate out. Yeah, well, um, yeah, she, she uh, first of all, she didn't put it to his head, but she had okay. her, uh, a little small derringer that I'd given her um, hmm. for protection. And uh, yeah. he looked at it. She could see, and he said he was going to knock it out of her hand. Uh, it, was, oh. it, it didn't worry him. So she saw that, and she pulled out a submachine gun. And, um, oh, and, then, uh, yeah. and that and wasn't then, from you? That was oh. her own uh, weaponry? Oh, no, she bought, she bought that, yeah. But, oh, but, it, no, but it didn't work. i got to tell you, it didn't work. Okay. But, um, but it was a bluff. It was a bluff, but of course, he didn't know that. Oh. And, uh, we, and we threw it away when, when we got away. We, we threw it away, but... Um, it it did the job, whereas the Derringer wouldn't have done it. And um, you know, we we're on the run for seven weeks. Uh, it was it was hell, really. It wasn't great fun. Um, no, how does that work? You what, you going between like walking through the bushes to what service stations, that kind of deal? Oh uh, no, 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 not really. Um, we we're both disguised to a degree. Um, we'd travel by train and things like that, and sit in different seats and yeah. keep an eye on each other. And uh, um, she'd already booked a motel um, in advance. Um, you know, and uh, then we went to a Goulburn and we went you know, different stations uh, all the way down to Victoria and wow. just moved around down there. I, I know Victoria pretty well. and uh, But we came back because uh, a guy owed me some money. We are running out of money. And and they kept saying that I'd rob a bank. And we knew that, if, you know, if we robbed the bank, you know, that was the end of us. So we, mm. we came back to get the money and uh, he, he didn't pay up. And uh, somebody recognised us and we got caught. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, but but it, it was a fairly thing to do. Um, I thought we could get overseas. Um Right. The, the connection I had, I, I did have a connection that did false passports, but he, uh, they, police had him covered. The, the police moved uh, incredibly fast. They had yep. all, all my contacts covered over the last three, four years. Get on your uh, coppers. Well done, boys. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, no, you've got to give them that. They, <laughs> they, 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 did, they did well, yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, jo- yeah. John, it's an amazing story. Can you hang around? Because let's, let's chat about the new book on the inside and get I'd some, love to. Yeah. some of these great yeah. stories you've written in this book. Okay. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Stick around more from John Killick up next on Triple M. 
With Tom and Ollie on Triple M, we have questions. And we have questions for this guy. His name's John Killick. He escaped from prison a few years ago. He went back in. Now he's got a brand new book. It's called On the Inside. And you can get it at all good book retailers or online now at newhollandpublishers.com. John, it says here that the book involves all the tales of scandal from the escapes, the fights, the bashings. We've heard about your great escape on the helicopter, but Mm -hmm. tell us about some of the highlights or or lowlights, if if you will, of living on the inside over many decades of, of crime. Well, yeah, look, um, I, I spent, uh, I was down in Pentridge uh, in the heavy years. I spent four years in H Division um, yep. uh, through a, a couple of uh, attempt escapes. And uh, I was there, actually there when uh, they, they hanged the last man in Australia, Ronald Ryan. Wow. And, and uh, it was it was pretty traumatic. Um, it's And it, it's so traumatic and, and uh, it's so controversial that um, it was the last um, yeah. legal execution yeah. in Australia because uh, there's still doubts today um, about... Um, whether he was guilty, and uh, right. you can read in the book. I've, I've put the whole story in, and researched it pretty well. And uh, okay. but I was there, and it, it's something that I never forget. And I put it number one in the events. So um, even in a, in a, uh, a jail of hardened criminals, an event like a hanging is pretty emotional for for that cohort. Oh, look, it affected everybody. You know, yeah. not not just um, not just the prisoners, but the uh, prison officers. I don't think anyone really. Uh, wanted to see it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, the governor came around the night before, and he was he was actually had tears in his eyes. His name was Grinling. He was, he was a pretty good governor, and uh, he said, "Look, I've just spoken to Ron, and he's accepted his fate, and um, he doesn't want you to play because the, the, the jail was ready to erupt. You know, it was right. ready. To, wow. And uh, outside, you had thousands of protesters. Um, th- they'd give a petition to uh, to uh, the premier Baldy. Uh, he ripped it up on the steps. And th- there were a lot of important people um, that had. Uh, protested against the hanging because at the time there was a guy called Keith Ryrie who'd murdered and raped two little girls. Um, they were both sentenced um, to, to be hanged and uh, they commuted the sentence on Ryrie oh. and went ahead with Brian. And, oh. um, and uh, wow. Ryrie eventually got out and uh, um, he was a pretty good artist. And last I heard, he was doing pretty well in France. I don't know if that's true, but, but wow. he did get out and uh, he was doing well. As a, and you sort of think, um, anyway, that, that was the last execution in Australia. And I think. Uh, um, it made people realise that um, how barbaric it is yeah. when the state, the state actually murders somebody. You know. Tell tell us about um, your persona on the inside. Were you a bit of a hard ass? How did you how did you get through those those difficult times? I went in when I was seventeen. I was a kid in Long Bay, and uh, you know the legendary guys there like Darcy Dugan and things like that. Um, he was um, I put him in the book. Uh, famous escapee, uh, bank robber, Simmons and Newcomb. That they uh, escaped and killed a prison officer, and what what happened is that um, I learnt at seventeen the ropes because to survive you had to be tough and you had to abide by what's called the criminal code, and it's virtually um, the opposite to what um, we how we live outside. Um, right. For instance, wow. you see someone committing crime and you say uh, you say something, um, you, you know you you get flogged and uh, you call a dog. Whereas outside, that that's your your, your duty as a, as a civilian to do that, and uh, so. I had that attitude, and um, but by the time, I'd, I'd say by the time, uh, yeah, it was late 1965, early 66, I started robbing banks. In in those days, um, there weren't a lot of bank robbers in Australia. Uh, you didn't hear much about it. And uh, the tellers had guns, and a few of us did it. We used to take the guns from the tellers. I was down in Melbourne. I got uh, caught down there. I was chased by uh, a couple of tellers. They fired shots at me. Right. I've described that one in the last escape and, and, and gambling for love, but... Uh, it was, um, yeah, d- a different era, and of course now they don't carry guns, and the security in banks is such that uh, you just rarely hear bank robberies mm. now. But 
they escalated the estate. I think there were about 4,000 bank robberies um, a year at one stage in, in, in the late 70s. Oh, yeah. John, can it, I ask then, I mean, for spending so long inside, what is it like that transition when you step outside and you go, I'm a free man? Do you make the decision <laughs> that I'm not going back there anymore? How is that transition? <laughs> I, I made that decision a few times. I got married, stayed out of trouble for about five years, um, then got into uh, involved in a, in a robbery that I pulled out of, didn't commit, but um, I got indicated implicated in it and uh, right. over in South Australia and uh, was convicted on it, finished up winning that in the High Court of Australia, but it just about wrecked my marriage uh-huh. by the time I got out in the uh, early 80s. Roger Rogerson verbally, you, you, you've heard of Roger Rogerson, he, oh. he verbally, I've, I've told that story in the book, but um, the thing is, um, look, I, I've had businesses and I've stuffed up because I was a gambler and that, that, you know, you can't blame anybody else. Uh, you know, I had a pretty bad home life. My mother committed suicide on the 17th. Mm-hmm. I, I don't subscribe to blaming your background. I know people that had horrific backgrounds have gone on and been successful in life. And uh, mm. I think it depends on the person. But I will say this. I work with young kids now in charities and things. And um, and we try and help them uh, when they're just about crossing the line. And uh, if, if you've got a mentor... It's it's a great help. If you're a young guy and you're going for a run, if you got, I didn't have a mentor, and I think the only mentors I had, I, I said was, uh, in jail was the Kingsgrave Slasher, and uh, mm. people like that. that wow, uh, took, not, took not me the under their wing, and the, I've, I've yeah. described that in the in the book, you know. Well, if you're into the true crime, I reckon on the inside is right up your alley by John Killick. You can get it now uh, from all good book retailers or online at newhollandpublishers.com. John, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Could I just say there's some funny stories in it too? Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> a couple of jokes, a couple of jokes yeah. at the end to lighten yeah. the room. Yeah, just to keep, you know, get you away from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A couple of murders, a couple yeah. of assaults, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a couple, a couple of, jokes. of jokes. It's all good. Uh, thanks, thanks, John. John. You're a legend. Okay.